um, we've got a really great problem as a church community. And this is going to be like kind of housekeeping for those who call yourselves ourselves Cornerstone. And if you're just visiting, then you can space out for this time if you'd like to. Um, we, were, we have a great problem. We're growing as a church. I don't know if you felt it, but uh, jokingly on the staff, we call it the hockey stick because the growth had been kind of like this, and then it went like that. And uh, it's the kind of problem that, you know, like all churches kind of hope for. Um, in some ways, we feel like the growth happened to us because we've never been like a grow, grow, grow kind of community. If anything, we've kind of been the opposite. Not that we want to scare people away or be unfriendly, anything like that, but we just know that like numerical growth uh, isn't everything. It's been really great because we've gotten to new, welcome some new people, and I see some folks who are new, and I'm really glad that you're here. Uh, but it's also been a challenge, particularly with space. When we moved into this building a little less than two years ago, we thought, like, we've got a long runway, and, um, and we've been filling it up, particularly with our children. So we've had to open up a new classroom upstairs, and at, I don't know if you know this, we have a basement downstairs, and there's this, like, great big circle room right beneath us. And uh, this last week, Mike, who is, uh, is Mike here? He's so exhausted, the guy's napping, I'm sure. Mike and his son Jason built a wall for us uh, right down the middle, and we're figuring out how to make the space work. It's been really, really one of those uh, great problems. The, the biggest challenge has been at 9.15, with all of these people who are having babies left and right, and all of the little babies are coming to the first service. And so we're having to, um, having to like say, okay, we're, we're capping out this class and we're trying to accommodate people however we can, but it's, it's a really, really fun spot having to be adaptive. Well, what are we going to do about this as our church, you know, it continues to grow? Well, in the long term, what we want to do is guided by who we want to be together. And who we want to be, say this with me if you know it, is a community shaped by the gospel for the renewal of all things. So we know that for the long haul, we want to cultivate a community. And to be a community, we have to know one another. We have to have lives that are, like, that are intertangled with, intertwined with the lives of other people. We have to know and to be known. And it becomes difficult to truly know people within a church community when the community itself is just labyrinthine or when the building itself is just so, so big and you're like, I'm standing by this entrance and where are you? And it just begets, it gets a little bit difficult. We'd like to stay manageable as a community. Early in the life of our church, I said that one of the things we wanted to do is to be strategically small. And that was a fine thing to say when we were just a small church. What do you do with a phrase like that as the church is growing? And we're having to assess and consider what does it mean to be strategically small. And so I want to tell you one of the things long-term that we hope to do as our, as our community continues to grow. And it is we do, what we do not want to do is grow by addition alone, meaning that people keep coming and we just end up going and building a, 15, a building with a 1,500-seat sanctuary or 2,000-seat sanctuary. That's not our story. There are lots of big churches in Tulsa, a lot of churches that I love. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just not the story of our church. What we hope to do with God's help is to grow by multiplication, which means as we grow, we're sending people away periodically to launch new churches. And not like my face in other parts of the city, but new pastors, new worship leaders, new volunteer teams, new communities. And so many of you are here just because Cornerstone is new in the last four years. New things reach new people, and we want to reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we want to start new stuff and grow by 
multiplication. Now, at the same time, we feel like the Lord has also made it clear that right now is not the right time to do that. Some of you were around in January when you heard me say unintentionally I'd preached 21 weeks in a row, and it was just wiped out. And some of our systems are really strange right now, and as we grow, we're trying to adapt so that when we multiply, we can do it in a healthy kind of way. So how are we going to manage the short term with a view of multiplication in the long term? Well, one of the things that we're going to do in the short term is to multiply the number of our services. So some of you uh, filled out a survey I sent out a couple weeks ago about if we had an 8 o'clock survey, uh, 8 o'clock service, would you come? I know that none of you in this room said yes. And if, like, and if you said, but I did, you're lying and we all know it. You come to the 11 o'clock service. So the 915 people, about 30% of the people who filled out that survey, about 200 or so filled it out, uh, said, I would very likely go to an 8 o'clock service. And I am banking on those people not being liars. I mean, this is church. Come on. So we are going to start an 8 o'clock service as a short-term experiment. It's going to begin next week on Easter. So next week is Easter Sunday. We'll have services at 8 o'clock, 9.30, and 11. And maybe it's not you, but maybe you know people who work on Sundays or who have obligations on Sundays that would often preclude them from getting to worship at, at 9.15 or 11 o'clock. If those people are motivated, invite, encourage them to go to the 8 o'clock service. Or some people who are parents of young kids, the kid's up at 6 o'clock anyway, and you're like, we're dressed by 7.15, we may as well. If you know some of those people, encourage them to come. We're going to do this as a six-week experiment through May 29th. Uh, my friend Josh Juarez, Josh's Snow Shack, some of y'all will know it. Josh had a pop-up shop a couple of years ago at like 45th and, and Peoria. It was called Josh's Mix. It was really fun. But in the window, they had this thing that said, this is a pop-up shop. If you like it, tell everyone you know and come back lots. If you don't like it, never return so it can fail quickly. <laughs> and that's how the 8 o'clock service is going to go. So... If you are motivated, maybe you're going to be traveling, maybe you know people, let's help it succeed or let's let it die quickly, okay? Um, either way, we're going to have to figure out what to do as, as we grow. What are we going to do long term? Uh, I want to tell you three things thinking about uh, managing growth. Uh, the first thing that we're going to do in managing growth is that we're actually prayerfully exploring whether to purchase this building right now. So you may not know, we've been here a little less than two years, and we're renting it from a great family in Tulsa who has just blessed us tremendously. And I mean, this building is like all we could want and more. I mean, did you know we have an embalming room? <laughs> the thing we didn't even know to ask for, we got. <laughs> we've got cradle-to-grave ministry at Cornerstone. <laughs> Truth be told... This building was originally a church, and then for 20 years it was a funeral home. So downstairs in the basement, we've got an embalming room. It's mostly storage uh, for right now. But we love this space, and we love this location, and we love how God has grown this community here. And so we're prayerfully exploring 
should we buy this space? And we're working with a great team of architects to help us think about how might we use it or reimagine parts of it in support of our long-term goals. And so if you're a person who say, man, that'd be really fun to give to or to invest in, start counting the pennies in your piggy bank now um, because it would be like a, something big that we would take on together as a community. We're thinking about, Lord, how do we manage growth that supports our long-term goals? The second thing that I want to reiterate is our long-term goal is to launch new churches. Um, many of you have you know, listened to things like the rise and fall of Mars Hill, or maybe you just read the Bible and you know the story of like David, how often things can start really well and growth can challenge or even cause like the, the ethos of the community to mutate. And we want to grow healthfully. We want to grow humbly. And so we want to grow through multiplication, uh, sending people out, not making growth itself an idol. And so some of you may need to begin praying about when the time comes that we multiply, should you be part of going to help and seed a new church? I want you to think about that. New things reach new people. And the third thing I want to just continue to reiterate as our, as our community grows and, and over time changes and, and matures is that we want to be a community where we're all in it together. Now, some of you, I've said this before, especially when inviting folks to volunteer with kids, you may say, like, volunteering with kids is not my favorite thing, but the thing that I do care about is being a part of a church community where we're actually looking out for each other's families. And so I would just encourage you, some of you who are new to our community in the last three months or six months or even in the last year who maybe have been on the edge I'd invite you to begin to put down roots in our community. You might come to a Welcome to Cornerstone dinner that we have in a couple of weeks. You might just like share your email address so you at least know the weekly events. You might decide like, okay, I'll give a Sunday a month to help with kids, or even I'll begin to give to the church as part of your discipleship. I would just encourage you to take a next step of some kind to putting down roots in the community. And then the last thing I want to say is, my blood pressure goes up a little bit, and I get a little bit nervous every time I talk about numerical growth. And it's because I never want to be misunderstood that growth, as, as a growth for its own sake, is never our goal or my goal personally. You know, and, and as we're going to talk about today, thinking about Palm Sunday, numerical growth can actually be quite deceptive because not everyone in the room actually wants the same thing. You know, to be, a church can be growing numerically, can be succeeding numerically, but not necessarily succeeding at making disciples. And if we're, not doing, if we're not being effective in making disciples, it doesn't matter how effective we are at growing as a church community numerically. So we don't get drunk on numbers. What we do want to do as a community is to keep fixated on these words of Jesus in John 15, 5. He said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you're going to bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So what we want to do is avoid fixating on the fruit bearing. Jesus said, if you just remain in me, I'll take care of all of that. So I have no ambition for church growth. I have no interest in us figuring out how to like cram this building full of people. I'd rather it be significantly smaller, but we're apprentices of Jesus together and we're remaining in him than being numerically successful and losing our soul in the process as a church. So I just invite you to, 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 to be aware of this as we're growing, that we want to do the right things in the right ways for the right reasons. And for us as a community, we'd be wise to focus on this invitation of Jesus to remain in Him. We remain in Him together as a community. We will be faithful to the way of Jesus. We'll be fruitful. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Okay, you understand? So next week, 8, 9, 30, 11, I'll see you guys at 11, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs>